Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When it comes to football, it sure is a wise This is The Rich Eisen Show. Mm. Rich Eisen. Thank you so much, everybody. Show. show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Who then admitted it's tough to rhyme with Eisen, is what he said. Yeah. The Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests six time Pro Bowl receiver Brandon Marshall, Tampa Bay Buccaneers general manager Jason Light, plus actor Keenan Thompson. And now. It's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here in Los Angeles, California. I'm just going to shoot you straight. Just tell it to you straight. Every single time I sit in this chair. So to our radio audience listening in on Sirius XM Channel 211, uh, NBC Sports Audio, or anybody listening on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network, I will shoot you straight in the same way that people are seeing it on Peacock. I am wearing burnt orange, and that is a fact. Like, that is basically what I'm wearing. That's Hold what on. that is? Is that what color you yeah. think that Actually, is? Actually, it's salmon. It's okay. a salmon-colored <laughs> yeah. thing. I was trying to sell it off as a little bit of Ricky yeah. Fowler. Yeah. It's what? salmon. All right, it's salmon. Like, I'm colorblind. That's definitely not <laughs> like, close. It's salmon. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome. Hey. Uh, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We've got uh, we've got a, a, a trio of guests. Oh, by the way, good to see you, Chris Brockman, hey, across bro. the way. Happening, good to see you, Mike Del Tufo, across the way. Uh, T.J. Jefferson, good to see you it, across the way. Is it here. salmon or salmon? It's uh, Sal- yeah. It's, what? No, it's salmon, Rushdie. Yes, it's salmon, it's salmon. the fish. Salmon. Salmon. Yeah. Do you say salmon? No, I say salmon. Very good. Well, spelled salmon. Excellent. Let's just call it. Let, let's. How about this? Let's hope the next three hours. We're not going upstream. (laughs) 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 Okay, uh, let's get this thing started. We got uh, uh, the the general manager of the quarterback, who's that girl's father, is on the show. How's that for a nice little turn into putting this thing a little bit back on the rails? I read stuff. Uh, Jason Light, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the defending Super Bowl champion now, uh, general manager. We're we're making this like a a, a, a tradition. Party. No, yeah. well, we'll make this an annual tradition. As you know, the Chiefs won last year. Brett Veach called. Me. Oh yeah, that's right. So I call up the general manager of the the winning team and I say, "Congratulations! Now what?" <laughs> but I do the I, I linger in the congratulations. <laughs> do it again. And then at some point, it's the now what? And Jason Light knows that. He knows that because there's a lot of there's a lot of now what for the Buccaneers. Um, certainly because the Buccaneers are the first team in the NFL. Uh, NFL's history, or well, certainly in the Super Bowl era, to have every single point scored in the Super Bowl by a member of the team that wasn't a member of the team the year before. So there's that. Brandon Marshall's going to be first up, and uh, I'm about to connect some dots. Keenan Thompson, um, Saturday Night Live's, um, I guess, is he? He's like the the all time leader in skits, right? He's like oh, the longest running cast right? member. He, he is. Wow. He is. Um, Certainly amongst, from what I've been told, cast members, those who've been on Saturday Night Live, he's viewed as a dean, essentially. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been there since 2003. 
He's been on Saturday Night Live as long as I've been on NFL Network. And yes, I could, I'm the Keenan Thompson of NFL Network is basically what I'm saying. Nice. Or he's the Rich Eisen of SNL. Or oh. he could be that. He oh. could be that. Funny show. Funny show. Hey. Speaking of uh, NFL hosts Funny and Keenan Thompson, I, I, I Zoomed with him uh, in advance of uh, today's program. So that'll be coming up. He's got a new, sh- a new show. Funny show. Funny show. Called Keenan on NBC. It's good. It is that good. It is. Don Johnson's on it as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, uh, we'll be talking to Keenan uh, later on. But I'm about to connect some dots between our first two guests, Brandon Marshall and Jason Light. Brandon Marshall uh, had Cam Newton on his podcast, I Am Athlete. And um, Cam was in the news this week because one of his campers, I, I guess, clapped back. You can't, it's not a clap back when you're the one who's doing the clapping. He was kind of heckling Cam. For being a free agent. Yeah, which is he's weird. He's trash-talking the guy whose camp he's attending. It's like, you know, you're at Cam Newton's camp, you know. What are you doing? It uh, was really bizarre. You know, I, I, again, I'm, I'm from a different generation. I'm a 51-year-old man. I understand that. I don't recall ever going to anybody's camp and, and, and barking at the, the owner of the camp. I can't even imagine doing that. I mean... First of all, it would be fair, right? The man's 6'5", 250. Well, it's just also... <laughs> it, 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 it's It's... You know, it's what I tweeted out as well. And you have to tread lightly because I think the kid, what, is a high schooler or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's a high schooler. He, he, you know, we're, we're all, we were all idiots when we were in high school, you know? Oh, and you, P&V. you don't know what you don't know. And, and um, but, you know, uh, and the kid, has, he put out a statement, which, you know, 16, 17-year-olds are not supposed to do. Like, hey, somebody's not supposed to sit down a 16, 17-year-old ever and say, we need to put out a statement. On you iPhone know, notes. Uh, I mean... <laughs> At any rate, but uh, it's just another instance in which people think it's okay to take shots at Cam. And I, I, I tweeted out, I'll say it here as well, to anybody out there who's hoping to have a, 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 a career in football, let alone professional football. You know, if somebody puts on a piece of paper, Cam Newton's career, do uh, you want to sign on the dotted line in front? You, you say, <laughs> where's, your, where's the pen? Right. Okay. How quickly can I get the pen? Where's the pen? But, you know, the point is Cam's a free agent and, you know, it was an interesting soundbite, but we'll, we'll, we'll play before Brandon joins us in the next segment of uh, Cam saying, you know, yeah, he's a free agent, but there's not 32 people better than him. And Brandon, who's a terrific broadcaster in just the first couple years of his career being a broadcaster. I mean, if you remember, he was nominated for a sports Emmy when he was just moonlighting as a player slash broadcaster with inside the NFL. And he uh, he follows up with Cam saying, "What number are you then?" He goes, "Well, I'm not 32." <laughs> Cam's out there, and this is what I keep hearing from so many different people. Uh, I did uh, Michael Irvin's podcast yesterday when I was done here, oh, and nice. that's coming up. I was a guest on his pod, and I brought this up there, and I'll, I'm going to bring it up here. Then, because he asked me, he one of the many people have asked me, "Is this the the wildest free agent?" or quarterback carousel we've seen. And this is one in which, you know, we've seen quarterback carousels that have involved Peyton Manning coming off of neck surgery. We've seen them involving Brett Favre finally deciding to retire. And last year's, where Tom Brady was up for grabs, for crying out loud. So we've seen wild ones. But I've been fortunate to do this NFL Network gig now. This is my 18th non-playing season, as we learned to call it. <laughs> and um, I've never seen anything like this. Because every chess piece is up in the air. You've got 
somebody like, say, Ben Roethlisberger, guy who's won two titles, he's gone to three Super Bowls for his franchise, that he's it's the only team he's ever known. He wants to keep playing. And the general manager of the team's basically saying the only thing he will admit is he's a sentient human being who can fog up a mirror with his uh, with his breath, uh, and he's under contract with the Steelers. That's it. That's all he'll allow. You got Russell Wilson, you know, through his people, with Jason Lock and Fora tweeting out, you know, the number of times he's been sacked in the first nine years of his career. That's a record number of times he's been sacked and something that bears noting. And then he's on Dan Patrick's show that same day, and he's like, yeah, yeah, there's something that I got to keep an eye on. And maybe he wants to have a say in the offensive coordinator that's now been hired from the Rams staff who's never done it before. And then you see what Deshaun Watson is going through in Houston. Then you saw Matthew Stafford say, I want out after being with the only franchise he's ever known. And then the Rams are saying, yeah, even though we're contractually tied and been tied to Jared Goff with Sean McVay, yeah, you're out for Stafford. And then Wentz, even though we're contractually tied to him, you know, and and our coach who won a Super Bowl went down with this ship. You're out for a three and a two that could become a one. You're out. And then you're hearing that maybe Breeze isn't retiring and he could still be here. And what is going on with the Jets? Are they going to just tell Sam Darnold you're out for a new guy? I could go on and on. It's just the wildest scenario. Aaron Rodgers is sitting in Green Bay after going 13-3 and for a second consecutive year. MVP. He's won an MVP. He says it's all kumbaya. He's worked on his breathing and his meditation, and, mm. and he's gotten through all of what happened with the drafting of Jordan Love until he loses in the NFC Championship game, and he's wondering about his future to the point where teams had to at least phone up Brian Gutekunst in Green Bay and say, is is there there there? (laughs) What is it? Is there something in the air? Is something going on? And if I have to put a finger on it, I'm going to. There's one through line with all of it, whether it's a franchise deciding, you know what, we're, we're, we're not going to stick with this person anymore because we could just be one move away from winning it all without this person, with the right person in this role. Or it's somebody who's been with this franchise forever saying, you know what, there might be another way to do this. The through line between almost every one of these situations, if not every single one of these situations, Two words, Tom Brady. It is the Tom Brady effect. Period, end of story. Tampa could have stuck with Jameis, huh? Let's see what's going on. He is the personification of no risk it, no biscuit. He risked it, and he got biscuits, 30 and 30. Picks, touchdowns, at least, right? Right. He is the personification of Bruce Arians, and he's young. Build him up. Let's go. Nope. Tom Brady's available. Let's go get him. And let's get some other free agents around him. And voila, 500 team turns into a Super Bowl champion. 
Why not us, says other teams with young quarterbacks like, say, Goff and Wentz. Get them out. Bring somebody else in. You're the Rams. Maybe Stafford could be our Brady. Laugh all you want. Laugh all you want. That Stafford's never won this, done that. Laugh all you want. I know he's not Tom Brady in terms of his resume, but he could be the one difference maker. Just change out Goff for him. Voila. Rest of the team is young. Rest of the team's ready to win right now. Pittsburgh. After all this time with Ben, you know what? We don't want somebody who's going to cost us a lot of money. And Ben says it could be for nothing. We don't want to spend the money, amount of money on somebody who's pushing 40 and won't practice all the time. And X, Y, and Z, maybe we're done with him. Because it's high on my damn agenda. Maybe we're done with him. <laughs> and I know that you could sit here and say, Brady, look how well he's playing in, into his 40s, but Ben doesn't look like Tom. Arm here, rest of the body there. Walking boot. Out goes Ben. Also, Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. I'm telling you, man, what must have gone through Aaron Rodgers' brain? Aaron Rodgers' brain when his good buddy Mason Crosby comes trotting out on the field to make an eight-point game into a five-point game instead of putting the ball in his hands on a fourth and eight. I think he did make the wrong decision on third and eight. Clearly, I'm not a quarterback in this league. It did look like he had a lot of grass in front of him rather than throwing back across the field against the grain to his favorite receiver that was well covered. I understand that there's a lot to go around in terms of the finger pointing. But imagine you're Aaron Rodgers. You've done all your breathing. You've done all your meditation. You've done it all. You got the NFC Championship game in your house like you always wanted. And your coach says, no, we're we're, we're not going to let you take that one shot from fourth and eight. We'll play defense and hope you get another shot. Can't risk it in your hands right now. And I know that that's a lot that goes into the decision, but that is essentially the communication from coach to quarterback, unsaid as field goal kicker trots out on the field. Imagine what goes through his mind as he's now watching Tom Brady win it all in his building for a team that went all out for Tom. Not after Tom was with him for all this time. One year. Tom, come on in. We'll take you in. You can do it a different way than the one that you've done it all your entire career. You come in. We'll surround you. You're the center of the universe. We are going to go all in for your remaining window. What is Aaron Rodgers thinking? What's Russell Wilson thinking? After all this time with Pete Carroll, we're winning a lot. And part of the reason why the pressure might be on is one's not enough anymore. Two's not enough anymore. When we were growing up, one Super Bowl win by a quarterback represented 25% of the way to catch the leader in the clubhouse of all quarterback Super Bowl wins. Well, we were in Super Bowls like 20 and 30 at that point. I get it. But when we were growing up, that was like, hey, you made two Super Bowls as a quarterback. You were in the conversation of maybe being on a Mount Rushmore. Not anymore. Not anymore. You've got to win two. You got to win three. You got to win even four, maybe, to start getting in the conversation of approaching Tom Brady's area code. 
let alone zip code. Does anyone even have two? Like, I'm real well, quick. Ben's got even, two. Ben's Eli's got, got two. two. I mean, like, currently. There's, oh, currently now. There's no one. Well, Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, Ben's got. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So but he's the only one that, in that. Troy Aikman has three. That's Tom, a lot. The Tom, Not even halfway to Tom Brady. The Tom <laughs> Brady effect at age 43. It's a copycat league. You remember one year, like everyone's got to start doing the uh, wildcat. <laughs> yeah. Remember one oh, year, man. just three years ago. Hey, Philly did that RPO thing with a guy who didn't even have a run as an option. <laughs> <laughs> you on. know, and Nick Foles. Don't, don't do Nick Foles no, like seriously. that. He's RPO, and it's just, I would be like, go ahead, run it. If that's your option. Obviously, it's not him in the running. I understand it would be the running back. He's faking it, too. But bottom line is... This copycat league, get yourself. I know there's one, only one Tom Brady, but it's the concept of one guy. And it's not just the concept of a team saying we're one guy away. It's also a concept of the one guy that's been with the one team saying there's another way. And I got to go seek it out because no one else is going to do it for me. I'm going to do it for myself. I'm going to hold up the trophy on a boat. I'm going to hang out with my friends. I'm going to flip it from boat to boat. I'm going to be Tom Brady, and I understand there's only one of those, but I'm going to leave it up to my inner Tom Brady because I'm not leaving it up to somebody else. That's the way I'm seeing things in the NFL today. Brandon Marshall will be joining us about his conversation with Cam Newton and then the guy who's maybe talking contract extension with Tom Brady right now, Jason Light, the GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will join us in Keenan Thompson as well. Mike Del Tufo has provided his movie lines. They're in. We'll be doing your uh, guess the movie line with Mike Del Tufo later on today. But my former 40 coach, Brandon Marshall's next on the Rich Eisen Show. Battle Creek, Michigan, 1963. Kellogg's and Post, sworn cereal rivals, race to create a pastry that will change the face of breakfast forever. A wildly imaginative tale of ambition, betrayal, and menacing milkmen, sweetened with artificial ingredients. Unfrosted stars Jerry Seinfeld in his directorial film debut. It features a supporting cast of comedy greats, including Melissa McCarthy, Jim Gaffigan, Hugh Grant, Amy Schumer, Max Greenfield, Christian Slater, Sarah Cooper, Bill Burr, and many more. Streaming right now on Netflix. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show.
We are here at Pepperdine University, home of the Waves. The Waves, kind enough to give us their home property, the us being me, and my mentor, my sensei, for the 40-yard dash. A man of his word, he said at the Super Bowl that he would do this. Brandon Marshall, yeah. thank you thank for being you. My, Thanks for having my teacher. Thanks for having me. I've never done this. I've never. Run. This is my 13th time running the 40-yard dash. Not once have I trained for it. Not 13 once. times. 13th time. You've never trained. Never once. That's why we're not getting faster. What's our goal? What is your goal? Um, let's, I'll go 5-9. Chris Johnson just tweeted you, right? He did. I mean, this is a big deal. You have Chris Johnson, the record holder. Called me homie. He called you homie. Is that playing into your psyche? Are you going to be thinking about Chris Johnson's 4-2-3 at the line? Your potential may not be a 4-2-3. So I love that you set the bar really low. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. All right, we're going to take a lap. When you're running, I want you to literally think about your arms, your core. Yeah. This sounds weird, but I want you to focus on the kegel. <laughs> you didn't think men do kegels. Let me know. I call this technique chin to pocket. Chin, chin pocket, chin pocket. That's your arm. <laughs> That's like it's too much. <laughs> that is what we call pocket to forehead. <laughs> so we warmed up, right? We started with the lap. Yes. This is called a functional warm-up. Okay. Take your time. Remember, this is mental. This is not physical. Got it. You have a mental block that we have to work through. Let's get through it. Just punch through it. Okay, I'd love it. There you go. There you go. Oh, nice. Nice. I smell it. I smell a four, eight, five, eight. <laughs> We're going to work on our arms and our legs. All right, so let's sit down on our butt. This is our movement right here. Okay. So we're at a seven flat right now. Let's go to six five, a little faster. Focus just on your arms. Let's go to a six flat. This is right where you're at right now. We have to break through this wall. Let's go to five nine. That's what you want, that's your goal. But I see better. Let's go to five eight. Fast, fast, Rich, fast, think fast. You see that? His butt is coming off the ground. That's fast, and that's efficient right there. Unfortunately, um, spoiler alert, I had to get up off the ground and run for real. Um, so I run I run like sub five sitting on my ass. I'll tell you that. I'm great at sitting on my ass. I'm the you know, in the same way that I'm the best worst golfer in the history of golf, I'm a great sit on my ass runner. It's terrific. Um oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Speaking of golf, Golf Pass, our friend Rory McIlroy teams up with Peacock to bring you the all-new Golf Pass channel. Watch premier instruction and entertainment from the golf membership program, plus daily news from Golf Channel. Sign up PeacockTV.com and start streaming right now, right here on Peacock. 844-204-RICH. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Jason Light, the general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, will be joining us here in hour number two. Keenan Thompson of SNL and his new show, Keenan, uh, on NBC, which you can also stream on Peacock the next day. He'll be joining us as well. Uh, Brandon Marshall, uh, we're back here on our, on our radio program uh, as well. Brandon Marshall uh, has got a new podcast uh, actually, it's a couple years old. I shouldn't say that. Hold on. It's about to be a year old. Last April is when he started the I Am Athlete podcast. He's been having his own uh, wellness company, the uh, House of Athlete, for many, many years, almost uh, nine years now. But he has now rebranded it. And his new podcast that he's uh, been working on for months, Chad Johnson, Fred Taylor, and Shannon Crowder and him sit down. And his guest this week, Cam Newton. 
My pride won't even allow me to do that. Listen, bro, there's not 32 guys better than me. Mm. Put it like that. So if you're asking where you me, at? Like, where you at? Talk, bro, talk, talk. I, I'm not 32. <laughs> he's not 32. Now, he's number one in your program, and the question is, is whose program will he be in in 2021 and moving on? Cam Newton, just a fascinating figure in the National Football League. Once again, uh, the feature featured guest of the latest I Am Athlete podcast with uh, Channing Crowder, Fred Taylor, Ocho Cinco, uh, and this man as well, uh, Brandon Marshall. And it is under his label of his of his uh, House of Athlete Wellness Company. Good to see you, Brandon Marshall. Good to chat with you. How are you, brother? Rich, I miss you, man. Right and, back at um, you. I'm, uh, I'm so excited that you have me on the show. And, 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 you know, we're coming up on a time where you and I usually always connect, and that's <laughs> combine time, right? <laughs> yes, and, indeed. And, and I just, I, I'm just so sad that we're not going to be able to see you run a 40 this year because we've been waiting to see you crack 5-0. Well, Brandon, so Brandon, it's interesting that you say this uh, because uh, the Rich Eisen Show crack staff noticed that today is almost five years to the day that you did your best to train me for the 40-yard dash here in Southern California, where, <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, where you left your, yeah. I think, infant twins at home to uh, to take care of this baby. Um, and <laughs> I still remember to this day your um, your advice that I need, and which, and it's interesting that this is the advice I remember, is that I need to keep my hands soft as if I'm holding potato chips and bringing them to my mouth. Um, interesting that that's the one piece <laughs> of advice that I, I recall. <laughs> that's not what you said. Cause I, 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 said, like, I said, put like you have a penny in, be, in between your hands. Oh, and your fingers. I thought you said potato yeah, chips. in a pocket. No, man. You see, that's that's the problem. That's why we haven't cracked my flat yet. But I did break six that year. Brandon, I did break six that year. I did do I it. You and, did, you did, you crushed it. We just need five five. We're good. Uh, well, you know what? Here's the deal: is that I'm I'm not going to let COVID uh, prevent me from running this year. We're we're still formulating on how to get the run going and who can get involved and when we can do it and where we can do it and make it part of maybe the draft month. You know, I, I, I'm not going to give up. I can't give up. Well, well, oh man, you should come do it. We're we're actually broadcasting um, our combine um, live. And uh, we're streaming it, and uh, you should come do it down in Florida. Will, will wifey let you come down? Well, it's not a wifey thing. It's a rich eyes and showy thing. You know, I'm sitting in this chair. Wow. But when, when is your combine? I know that, uh, that Man, that's one of the things I want to hit Jay you. Cutler. Jay Cutler will fill in for you while you come down. Call Jay Cutler. <laughs> oh, he he's wow. looking for a job. <laughs> Normally it's me sort of softening you up to hit you with the Jay Cutler haymaker. Normally that's my oh, job in this conversation. Yeah, no, I'm ready. Brandon. I'm prepared. You, you, you blindsided me ah. too many times. No, I know I know this format. <laughs> oh. No, I haven't talked to him, Rich. No, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Uh, we're still working out our relationship. So you're not on speaking terms like when you were playing, is basically what you're saying. N- no, 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 no. We um, we tried during quarantine. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I DM'd him and we chatted for a little bit, and then he he went he went he went he went uh, dark again. On he me. did go dark yeah, again. Zero to zero dark thirty. What is LeBron saying? Zero dark I Cutler. I got it. He's with yeah. his he's with his uh, his ponies and his and his chickens and whatever he's doing Correct. right now. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Brandon Marshall no, here. On the Rich Eisen Show. Well, let's talk about a quarterback that you did have on your pod, and it was a great interview. Uh, and Cam Newton is a fascinating, 
fascinating athlete and figure. And because he did do what he said he would do at the combine, he wanted to be iconic and entertaining in Carolina. And he did all of that and a biscuit. And this right. past week, just in, in time, I guess, for your podcast to, to come out uh, on your popular YouTube channel as well, the I Am Athlete YouTube channel has got a quarter of a million followers mm-hmm. in two years. So um, just in time, that, that kid who went at him at his camp and then, and then Cam goes uh, to the kid to try and, you know, chat it out with him. What makes Cam Newton tick? How about that as a first question for you, Brandon? I think the same thing that makes him great. You know, he has this uh, passion, he has this desire and this attitude, this swagger. And, um, you know, it's a thin line between, you know, ticking and, and then, you know, uh, stepping on the other side and, and utilizing that and channeling it the right way to be super successful what he's what he's been. And I think, you know, um, a lot of superstars and iconic athletes, they have this thing about them where it's uh, something inside is uncontrollable at times and you have to learn how to channel it. And, and so for me, I just think that, Cam Newton's a, Cam Newton is one of the most authentic, real um, athletes we've ever seen. He's he's probably one of the first uh, football players. I wouldn't say one of the first. There's been plenty to come. Deion Sanders and you go on, you know, a couple more guys. But you know, this new era of athletes just saying, you know what, I'm not going to just sit in a box and 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 do it the traditional way. You know, so the way he dressed, the way he talks, the way he writes, everything is unique and it's him. And that's hard for a lot of football players um, to to actually, you know step outside and say, you know, I'm okay with rocking a boat. I'm okay with pushing the needle. Um, so I think, you know, the things that make him tick is the same things that um, make him great and why we celebrate him. So uh, and why do you think that kid disrespected him? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. I, 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 Again, I'm, I'm a 51-year-old guy. Um, Competition. That's what it was? Because he did come. Yeah. I mean, the crazy part, I mean, this is maybe the most 21st century statement I've ever said is that, the young man who was a, a camper at Cam's football camp felt the need to issue a statement as to what happened. And he said the competitive side got to him. But Oh, I didn't even know that. He's, that's I, what I didn't he even said. hear that statement. Yeah, so that's yeah. what he said. That's what well, he said. I mean, I think that's what, you know, Cam, you know, Cam, the same passion that he plays with is the same passion that he coached with. This is something that Cam's been doing for a long time, this All-Star 7-on-17. Seven They're phenomenal. They travel the country playing against the top teams out there and you know cam is really involved he just doesn't he doesn't just have his name on it he doesn't uh, you know just share his endorsement uh partners his, uh his his marketing partners w- with this team like this is his team this is his baby so when he's out there and you got someone on the other side of the field you know disrespecting your team disrespecting you it, it just gets heated so i think this kid took it as an opportunity to to, to you know get himself going and he just crossed the line and it unfortunately it happens all the time um if i was cam newton um i probably would have slapped the kid upside his head and i would probably be a, been a different story like brandon marshall well, why did you slap the kid upside his head like we're all rich man i just messed up again i don't know <laughs> well it was no, definitely I, I thought he i thought he handled it perfectly and and you know um it was a tough situation for cam but you know I'm just glad he didn't hit, slap the kid upside the head. Brandon Marshall here on the Rich Eisen Show. Cam is the subject of the latest I Am Athlete podcast, which you can check out on the YouTube channel where all podcasts are available. And Cam, you know, uh, is a free agent right now. And you could see his 
He's right. I mean, there aren't 32 better than him in the NFL. And then you said that he doesn't like to do anything conventionally. And that's maybe the issue is how much longer can he go ahead and be the cam that we've known and loved and was iconic and entertaining where he was a two-way threat. We did see that in the first month of the season. Did he say in your pod that COVID had something to do with potentially knocking him down from that first month high for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, remember, we were all celebrating Cam and what New England was doing and talking about who's winning uh, this divorce. Is it Tom Brady? Is it Bill Belichick? Uh, you know, Cam started off the season hot, got down to Miami, 15 uh, rushing attempts, 75 yards, followed that up Sunday night football, throws for 397 yards, phenomenal outing, goes down to the end, the wire, quarterback sweep left, they get stuffed at the goal line. Uh, but it was, it, it was just an amazing game, and everybody after that was like, man, uh, Cam is, 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 is back, and you know, New England has an, a, a shot, and Bill Belichick did it again. Week three, not, not so great. You know, they played tough, and then COVID hit, <clears throat> and, and then after that, like just, you know, who knows? It's like, what the hell? And for him, it was less about the physical, more about the mental, and he, he talked about, you know, just the, how complex and, and how – tough that offense is you know josh mcdaniels where you know they just kept rolling they kept implementing they kept you know adding new things to to the offense in a game plan and, and he just could never catch up to that train you know they didn't wait for him they didn't stop when he got back it wasn't the same terminology it wasn't the same game plan for the most part and and, and you know i i can um i can vouch for for, for that you know because I, I had josh mcdaniels as my head coach in denver and, and you know, I consider myself a high football IQ guy and never really had to take notes and played in so many different offenses. And it's just like when I saw it, I got it. And, and, you know, that was the first offense and the only offense for that matter where it just took forever to pick it up. You know, 11 personnel, I'll give you an example, 11 personnel is three wide receivers, one tight end, one running back. And, and, and that's traditional. That's universal. 11 personnel, same guys going to the field. You see Brandon Marshall – uh, Eddie Royal, Brandon Stokely go out there, Tony Scheffler, you got Selvin Young in the backfield. Well, in Josh McDaniels' offense, now they can go 11 personnel, but they tag it with Navy, they tag it with Army, they tag it with so many different other co- tags. And now, you know, instead of Brandon Stokely going out there, now you see Brandon Lloyd coming in, you take Selvin Young out, and then another guy goes to the H. And then, you know, so it's just so complex. And then you get to different formations in so many different ways. And, uh, you know, you, you couple that with no offseason no um, preseason, and, and it's a problem. So I was amazed that he was able to accomplish what he did in those first couple games and, and, and obviously not surprised at how this thing deteriorated and fell apart after COVID. Mm. So what do you think the Patriots should do at quarterback, Brandon? I'll have you put you in the I, role I, of I think analyst. they sign Cam back. You do? I, I think that's the – yeah, I think you bring Cam back. Um, I, I think there are, some, there are some things that he could clean up in a pocket when you watch him and study him. Um, you know, it's just, and to me, it's, it's all about him not being comfortable with where he's going pre-snap and where he, where, where he should go, where he should be thinking, where his eyes should be, um, comfortable with where, you know, he should throw the ball. So you can see him a little antsy. Um, there was times where, you know, protection wasn't set. They had free runners and you've never seen that. You've never, you could never go on, um, uh, you could turn on New England film the last 20 years with Tom Brady and just see open runners, like just, Smashing Tom Brady, you know, and that has a lot to do with Cam. It has a lot to do with, you know, Josh McDaniel and them, you know, building that chemistry and continuity. And, and you saw that. And, and that was the moment where I was like, okay, you know, the mental side of it is just not there in that preseason 
no preseason, no offseason, uh, it's finally catching up because that, that's number one. You've got to be protected. And Cam just didn't have any time. And, and I think that has a lot to do, like I said, with them. So, you know, I think New England, give, give it another shot. You know, they, what, what are your options? You don't have any really better options out there, I don't think, unless you go get Deshaun Watson or you make a big trade, a big splash trade like that. But I, I don't think, you know, guys want to go to New England right now. I don't think Deshaun is, you know, looking at his list in New England's number one or Russell Wilson. I just don't think guys want to go there, especially not following Tom Brady's footsteps. Brandon Marshall, a few more minutes left with Brandon Marshall here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, let's let's go back in that way back machine. You just mentioned Josh McDaniels and your your uh, your tenure in Denver and the outset. Let's just go back to let's say you're a second year wide receiver. Okay, yeah. Let's go back to then Brandon Marshall and let's just say somebody like Carson Wentz comes uh, to Denver. Okay. <laughs> And uh, says, hey, uh, Brandon, uh, I'm your new quarterback, and I know that this is a, uh, I'm a ba- it's a big splash that I've just been acquired. I'm, I know quarterbacks don't say this to receivers. I'm just setting the stage. Um, but saying is sort of like, hey, um, how about number f- – I wear number 15. How would you like to – you know, I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in that. What do you say to this quarterback similar to the way that Wentz apparently approached Michael Pittman in Indianapolis for his 11? What do you say? Same situation. Cut the check, bro. I need a hundred thousand minimum. I need a hundred thousand, Rich. Minimum. <laughs> for Cut Think the about check. It. Yeah, yes. I mean, at that point, like for him, he didn't have, he didn't play with number eleven in college. And I love Pitt. That's my guy. You know, I, you know. Hopefully, he come down and train with me this off season. Yes. Um, but like, you know, there's other numbers out there, man. Take that hundred thousand. Go buy your your wife something. Put some up in savings. You know, play around in this in the market. And take care of yourself, you know. Go, you know, you don't need that eleven. Um, but, 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 the, but then the other side to it, I think that, and, and being and serious and real, I think this is um, a test for Carson, right? Um, you know, there's reports coming out that he was hard to coach, or he didn't take to hard coaching. Mm-hmm. There's reports coming out today that you know, um, you know, where Philly messed up is they put him above the team and the organization. So now, when you go to to, to Indy, and you got Frank Wright, and you got uh, Chris Ballard at you know Lee in the way. That's that's not what's going to happen. That's not how Chris runs things. I had Chris back in Chicago. No, no, he loves his quarterbacks and he loves all his players. And he's going to play everybody in position to win. But everybody's going to be coached hard and everybody's going to be held accountable. That's why they're so good. So for him to come in in this first test is you know humble yourself and, and you're not going to get your number. I think this is a great start for him. And, and, and so now it gets. You know, pushes him back in the corner and say, you know what? Yeah, I left Indians a fresh start, but I still have a lot to prove to my teammate in this new organization. I wanted, I love your take, and I wanted it because obviously you, you, you're. It comes from somebody who who also knows the quarterback has to deliver the football to you. You know, like it, you, for your bread to be buttered, you know, you need you need to get that. Uh, that spread, you know, and 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 the quarterback's the one to, to decide all that. And you know, my my take was essentially, um, if this was Brady asking for it, it wouldn't be a, it'd be no question. Here's here's a number, you know, right. like cut the check, right. but here's a number. So I, 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 it happened. I, I couldn't. It happened. He didn't even ask. Chris Godwin just gave it to him. He didn't even ask for any money. Brady comes in. You already know the deal, right? right? Like, yeah, that, here it is, right? And Deshaun Watson come in. That the organization, they're not even. They're just, you're going to walk into the locker room. And, and, and you're going to just have a new name plate with a new number and a new jersey hanging up in your locker. There's certain Russell Wilson gets traded. That's what's going to happen. They don't care who you are. 
You know, so it is telling. Yeah, but if Russell goes somewhere else and somebody's wearing three, it's probably going to be a kicker saying take it. But, you know, you know, to me, I, I don't want to make a big deal out of it because if Pittman is open, you know, Wentz will throw him the ball in week two, no matter what week it is, you know, because I, I like to always – Try to place these, well, we're definitely bored between playing season conversations in the NFL media in perspective when the NFL is actually playing games. But for the first conversation with such an important quarterback-receiver combination to be, hey, I'd like the number, and he's just like, no deal, pound sand, but we respect each other, and I love you, and I can't wait to play with you. It, it, it kind of does kind of stick in my memory bank when they start playing games this fall, unless you can tell me from an inside perspective, this sort of stuff doesn't really matter. Do it. That, that's one of the downfalls there. And that's one of the things that wasn't talked about. We went all year where it was just about play. And then towards the end, everything started coming out about him in the locker room and he as a leader. Right. And um, one of the things that's been a thing for a couple of years, you go back to what, couple years ago where reports came out the guy was like uh he's not he's not who we, who you guys think he is and um and that was what they were talking about was his his uh he, he he didn't have the ability to be held accountable and he played favorites you know in the passing game he wanted to only throw to his tight end and then you have receivers out there and mm. he, he wasn't he was playing favorites and you can't do that you know, absolutely can't because one, it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't bode well. Bode well for for the offense. You need to have a balanced approach. And then often, and guys feel that, and it breaks down the chemistry, and, and you start, you know, deteriorating what you guys are trying to accomplish in the locker room. Last thing for you, Brandon. What, what do you think's going through Deshaun Watson's brain right now as you and I are talking? What do you think's happening right there with him? Um, I asked for a trade respectfully, quietly, and I'm not. I'm, it's being rejected, and um, my reasons why is, 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 is valid and uh, strong. J.J. Watt asked to be released. He gets released in a week. What's the problem? What, why, why? You know, don't hold me hostage. I think that's what's going through his head right now. Um, I, I don't think it's right. Um, it, it's beyond football, and they just need to cut their losses. It's their fault why they're in this situation. They should have did a, done a better job, and they didn't, and now they got to pay the price, and um, he shouldn't be um, held back for that. You know, It's just not, it's not a great business deal for, for, for them. Move on. But they also paid him. He also accepted a contract from the same ownership group that uh, he now has a problem with. Uh, I, by the way, I, I, you, you know me. Um, I, I think an, an athlete should stand his or her ground and, and get what he or she thinks is fit. That's number one. Number two, I'm also hoping he winds up a jet. You know that too. So let's just put that aside. I'm playing devil's advocate here. How do you respond to somebody? Many, many folks who are observing this saying he signed a contract. That's his deal. Yep. What do you think? Then, then, um, what about the 22,000 football players that have come and gone that was cut before their contract was up? I rest my case. All right, Brandon. Good to chat with you, always. You take care. Uh, last thing, again, uh, just to bring this all full circle, I, I'm, I know your I Am Athlete podcast uh, has athletes on, but we've established that I am one of them as well, if you want me on as a guest. 
uh, I am athlete as well. You've seen that firsthand with your own two eyes, and you know the heart that beats inside my chest. It, that can't be taught. So I'm available is what I'm I saying. I love it. I love it. All right, let's go, baby. We'll set it up. We're coming to L.A. All right, we'll chat later. We'll chat down the All right, thank you. You're there. That's thank the you. one and only Brandon Marshall. At B Marshall on both Twitter and Instagram. I follow him. You should as well. I am athlete podcast host and the founder and CEO of the House of Athlete. My gosh, inside the NFL and first things firsts, Brandon Marshall here on the Rich Eisen Show. Lots to unpack. Let's take a break. When I come back, Chris, I'm going to ask you, as a Patriot fan, oh, okay, I'm ready. do you want Cam to be re-signed? Right. And if not, who? I need answers. Okay. I want answers. I got them. That's coming up. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Who gave you those, Snoop? Shut up. Yeah, from last year. Shut up. He's giving me the Snoop sh- He's giving me his new shoes. Is that like a Cali connection or something? Yes. All right, Rich. I know this is your favorite part of the 40. Yes. Your 10-yard split was what? Dreadful. Two, two, six and change. It was unsatisfactory, Brandon. But your last 30 was less than three and a half seconds. So if you do the math, if we just take a little bit off of that start. Easily. It would shatter personal record. Okay, okay. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to get comfortable. Just stand here. Can you visualize Indy? I'm visualizing Indy. Can you smell the rubber? I can. Don't worry about freaking Jerry Jones over there. No, it's right. There's Belichick staring at me, staring a hole through me. That is you okay. and this 40. Now I want you to find the spot in the end zone. Got it. You find it? I'm there. That's your spot. So now let's go to our technique. Okay. Our feet placing. Yes. It. So I want you to take your left foot and put it to your right heel. Okay. Now take your right foot, mm-hmm. put it in the middle. Now just go over. Now I want you to just come down, crowd the line. Once you get your arms in the position, mm-hmm. I want you to just come up. Right? Mm-hmm. How does that feel? It feels great. Now put your left hand right on your glute. Nope. Right there. And this right hand is like doing a dumbbell pull. I want you to just pull up. That's your start. Put your head down. Relax. Look at your foot. There you go. That's it, Rich. That's beautiful. Oh, my God. We got it. That's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. You actually look 
Yeah? Like a runner. No, I yeah. did not. <laughs> you did, All I right. promise. Let's keep it going. <laughs> We're going digital, virtual. Is it virtual? It's, virtual. It's, 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 it's high technology. This is high-tech scouting stuff right here. I want you to put this GoPro on your head. Okay. We'll break down the film later. Okay, so feet. Get up and visualize. I'm visualizing. You're visualizing? That's Belichick. That's Belichick. That's Jerry Jones. That's Jerry that's Jones. Marshall. That's Marshall. Uh, that's his name on the Ring of there. Honor. There's Harbaugh. <laughs> okay, there's my spot. Here's your spot. There you go. That's a bigger, that's a healthy step. Head yep. down. Head down. Right, right hook foot hand there. Left on the butt. That's it, Rich. Pull. Oh my gosh, so much better. That's good. That's awesome, Rich. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's good. I mean, we can't get cut. It's a wrap. I love that guy, man. I love that guy. I'm already noticing some things that I could have fixed at the time, too. <laughs> my back's a little bit rounded. I need to get my butt ago. up in the air. And my right knee always buckles in. It's just, I got to. Yeah. I'm a hopeless cause. What can <laughs> Rich, I tell you? you just can't run. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I choose I'm to kidding, run. I'm kidding, I choose I'm to run. I'm kidding. I choose to run. It's a great cause, Rich. Thank you, That's Mikey. all that That's matters. what it's for. That's exactly what it's for. Uh, it was fun chat with Brandon Marshall. We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show Radio Network, joining us here on Peacock TV. Uh, PeacockTV.com to get the app and watch us every single day. And then you can watch us on demand. There's our YouTube page as well, YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Jason Light, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers general manager, uh, will be joining us in the next hour. An insane number of unrestricted free agents are on their docket. He's got a lot of puzzle pieces to put back together to keep this thing going, and it's entirely possible that he can. Meanwhile, one piece that he doesn't have to touch is his quarterback. He's coming back. We all know it. And Brady's going to just go out and kick ass and take names and think that anybody thinks he can't do it at 44. It's insane. The numbers are just crazy. And as I said at the top of the hour, uh, the Tom Brady effect is in full swing in the NFL where there are a bunch of franchises thinking, you know what, maybe we're just one quarterback away. Let's swap out Goff. Let's swap out Wentz. Or there's a bunch of quarterbacks thinking like Brady. You know what, we gotta, I got to get out of here. Stafford's one of them. Uh, you know, is, is, is Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers thinking any of that? I mean, that was my point at the top of the show. Patriots are still in the same spot. As to who's going to be the next quarterback there. And you just heard Brandon Marshall say on our program that he thinks that his podcast interviewee for the week and his I Am Athlete podcast, Cam Newton, that the Patriots should re-sign him, run it back, see if the continuity is is worth it. That uh, Cam said on his pod, um, even though we didn't discuss it, we didn't hear the soundbite, he, he's got a nickname for everybody. He has certainly made his inroads in that locker room. And he knows a lot of these guys. He knows what buttons to maybe push. He can be maybe the coach on the field that he couldn't have been because of how difficult the scenario joining in June of a pandemic to try and learn an offense that's so difficult on its face, even for somebody that's been there and done that. Maybe you run it back. I turn to you, New England Patriot fan. What about that as a 2021 response? How would you think? Uh oh. I don't. I don't think it's the best for the future of the franchise. So what is it? It's it's at least a one year band aid. It's a bridge, so to speak. If you bring Cam Newton back, also I doubt you're going to be able to get him for that million dollar price tag That's that true. you got last year. 
So it's going to cost them a little bit more. What I would like to see this team do as a fan is use some of this capital that you have in the draft and move up and try to get one of these kids, whether it's Trey Lance, whether it's Mac Jones, or maybe you wait, get into the back end of the first round and take Kyle Trask. It's one of these kids. You want one of these kids. With upside. And I think because you need to see what the next four years are going to be like. It's not going to be Cam Newton. He's not going to be the quarterback four years from now, but one of these kids might be. And what are you going to put around? Say you do bring Cam back, what are you going to put around him? Obviously, that was a huge issue last year, and it was the major reason Tom Brady wasn't the quarterback in 2020. So, is it Cam? I wouldn't bring Cam back if I was running the team. I would go in the youth direction. So, meaning what? Hold on. Let me just interrupt you there. Youth direction means you draft the kid and start him week one. Or you you try Stidham and kick the tires no, on him. I think it's because, obvious because, because not Cam, the guy. Cam is an you know the first month of the season of Cam was we were talking about great. giving him a long term yeah, deal first. that the MVP Cam came back and I understand it's a knee jerk reaction league but the MVP twenty fifteen Cam showed up Super Cam showed up in week one so you could see what this offense could be and this is when Edelman was active and healthy as right. you know he got hurt right. and he was their main offensive weapon yeah. and he's so, going to be a year older so the answer if it's not him it, it's not going to be Hoyer I know that 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 he no, can't no. quit Hoyer you know but but it's not Hoyer and it's not Stidham, Stidham. so then who's it going to be Cam could at least get you in the mix of a of a, of a wild card spot but and then and what it, happens if you say you bring back Cam and then halfway through the year he's struggling you're three and five and then you're just going to bench Cam for one of the kids that you drafted. You're not. You're doing a disservice to Cam. How about this one? How about Bill calls his old special teams player, who you know they have an immense amount of respect for each other. He calls up Mayock and says, "How much for Mariota? What would you say to that?" I think, you're- dude, Mariota is. He's not even scratching thirty. No, but and and you're kind of you're kind of doing that move on that super it, small sample size or, of last year, or a tan, like a Tannehill. Like, look what happened to Tannehill. This Man. guy can run and throw in the same way that that Cam can, and you saw how a, a quarterback could succeed in the offense, running and throwing too. What about what about Mariota? I think there's enough of a sample size of Mariota in the NFL to kind of know what he is. I would much oh. rather draft a guy, get him under that. Four year, five year player uh, team team control, and go from there. Because you're you're not going to win the division next year. It's clearly Buffalo, and you're even behind Miami, and we don't know what the Jets are going to do. So I think you draft one of these kids and try to develop them. That would be my move. This is just a fascinating conversation yeah. off the radar screen right now because we're talking about so many other quarterbacks that could be on the move. Bold face name quarterbacks who say. They might not be happy where they are. We're not kind of paying attention to what the Patriots are going to do, which I'm sure is their desire anyway. That's how they want it. Jason Light is the general manager of the current Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He'll be joining us in hour number two. Some great – J.J. Watt has chimed in on Twitter, and this is an amazing tweet. That's coming up in hour number two. Okay, and now we also have to um, decide when are we going to do Mike Del Tufo's movie lines? Because we've got Great your question. news update. We could do Great that. Question. We could do that in the next segment too. We could do that in top of hour number two, Mikey. You are, now here's the are you thing, ready, Mike. Now here's the no, thing. I mean, come on, you here's guys. Here's the of thing: is it you have to drive the segment in a way? Okay, you've got to read yeah. off your movie line. Actually, I have to take a phone try... call right now. So, um, what do you mean um, you have to take radio. a phone call? 
Radio, I'm talking to the radio people. All right, so. he's, can't he's handling be his business, Rich. He's handling his show he's business. He's handling his show business yeah, right now. Show business. And yeah. Mike's a very, he's the audio executive. Yeah, exactly. Just show him, show him at work. Show him at work, Don. Show him at work. There he is, dealing with our audio yeah, stream. he's talking to the radio Look at people that. right He's now. a very loud talker, where it's to begin with, off microphone. It sounds like he's on microphone. Really he's got loud, a big, booming really voice. He's a loud talker, don't you think? Oh, my gosh. He's so guys, trying to. Look at his TCYB taking care of business. Guys, I got a Tom Brady question for you and Brockman. Earlier you mentioned Jameis Winston and his 30 for 30, as we all know, right? Yes. If Jameis had gone 36 and 24, let's just say, does the Tom Brady move happen? Yes, I yeah, think so. Absolutely. Tom Brady yeah. just changes everybody's subject matter. Think about it. The- well, I'm saying, though, if, if Jameis throws six more touchdowns and six less picks, yeah. does Tampa Bay then feel the need to, to get rid of them, or are they a little bit this? more comfortable? How about this piece of, like, what-ifs, right? How about Brady saying no to the L.A. Chargers leads to Herbert? There. Would they have drafted Herbert sixth overall if Brady was coming? I don't think so. I thought they. I think they would have actually done what the Bucks did. Yeah, taking a lineman. Right. They yeah. took Tristan Wirfs. Right. I'm back. You're back. Yeah. Have you handled <laughs> your business? Yeah, handle. I got to talk to the radio people. I got to look at you. So I told him, Mike, you guys fail to realize it's a lot of operational stuff. I got to take care of back here. You know, I got to work on. Mike, stuff. you're not a jabroni setup over yeah, there, this bro. Is not a, yeah. What do you think? This is jabrons are us back no, here. I, I say this. I say this lightly. I say. I. I. I don't say this lightly. I guess. When when somebody I love and adore, and you are a part of those people, I know that, says Rich. you don't understand me, but I do understand it. It kind of infuriates me. I do understand what you do. I know what you yeah, do over Mike, there. He's known you for like I know, years. and I know what you do over there. So I know that there's so much for you to pay attention to that when you're doing Doug the Pug, it kind of infuriates me. I mean, I was with Velveeta just a couple minutes. ago. What does that mean? You were tweeting you, with Velveeta. <laughs> you were Velveeta tweeting cheese. with the cheese yes. Twitter. They follow me. Do I me mean, a favor. Don't tell me this. Follow me. <laughs> don't tell me. Velveeta follows you? Yes. Yes. I don't think that's. Oh, my God. Roll your brake. <laughs>